You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here, hosting Right Side Radio. And like the man said, yep, solid, conservative, just plain right. Copper's running the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Happy Tuesday. How's it going? Happy Tuesday. It's going good. It's going good. Thank you. Hey, listen, folks. Full day. Full day. News is hitting about as fast as you can get it. I mean, literally just... Um, just watching the news right before the show even starts, Andrew Cuomo has decided to resign from the governorship, having flashbacks to the days of uh, Governor Robert Bentley here in Alabama. And then we've also got the fact that, uh, yep, Chuck Schumer is taking a victory lap as the Republicans, some Republicans, 18 of them actually, decided to give President Biden a special gift to help him out of the bottom of the barrel uh, that he's been in on every other policy issue. And, and I don't understand that at all. We're going to unpack that a little bit because it's worth understanding the processes and what happens next. But then there's also just the usual. I mean, some of the things that are happening right now with COVID. Every day, it is one step more into um, just, you know, the weirdness of what's the story? I mean, where are the facts? We're going to unpack that here in a minute. Coming up on today's show, too, we got at 2.30, we got Adventures in Woke World. You're going to want to hear that one. What does inter- happen, happen when you interview somebody who is completely in the me generation, all about me. Everything circles around me. I am the center of the world. We'll, fee- we'll see how that job interview goes with corporate America. At 3.30, going to have a, a repeat guest, uh, Carlos Matthews, a District 5 representative from the Huntsville City School Board. He'll be here to give us an update on the mask mandates in the Huntsville City Schools and talk about a few other things related to uh, the school system, uh, one of the biggest ones here in our listening area. And then at 4 o'clock, we got a guy named Jamie Grant coming on that I've known for a while. Uh, long career military service, a Purple Heart winner. Uh, he is also now running for House District 29 uh, in the Alabama legislature. And he's also got a background with law enforcement that I think is going to be interesting because I wanted somebody in here with his perspective to help discuss some of the policies that are being enacted right here in our own state. All right. So listen, we've got plenty of stuff to deal with. But all said and done, man, I mean... What are the facts? Where are the facts? How do you get the facts? Yeah, there was an old um, sitcom on TV. Or actually, it wasn't a sitcom. It was a drama. It was an old TV show back in the days, the early days, when they had sitcoms and TV dramas in black and white. It was a police show called Dragnet from the early 1960s. Detective Joe Friday, he was a no-nonsense guy on the show. He didn't appreciate lots of fluff when he was doing his investigations. And his famous line was, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts, as he wrote down things in his little notebook. Well, facts can be hard to find today. I mean, everybody's got their own version, right? Their own platform on social media. Influencers, pundits, media, even radio shows, I admit it. Facts. How do you find them? Well, here's the, here's the crux of my time with you on the right side way today, is do your own research. I want to encourage you in that. That's not a, that's not a directive. That's, a, that's, a, that's an encouragement. Do your own research. You've got to. I mean, today, so much information is flying around about, let's take COVID, for example. So much information is flying around about COVID, about vaccines, about masks. Who, who do you believe? Why even believe them? Do you take it at face value? Or is there reason to believe that the source is, is not a good source? Let me say it again. Do your own research. Make a well-informed decision. L- let me give you an analogy. 
All right, something that happened just this past weekend to me, real life, all right? I'm still a practicing attorney. It's part of that eclectic resume that you've heard me talk about. So I'm a practicing attorney, and as a result of that, I am also now uh, the guardian and conservator for a sweet, sweet elderly woman. I've arranged for a 24-hour sitter to be with her. And you can imagine that since I am now her guardian and conservator, handling all the aspects of her bills and legal decisions and signing the paperwork for things that are just normal for you and I, things happen sometimes at odd hours. Well, I got a call around 9 a.m. Saturday morning from the lady who's been sitting with her, and she says, Phil, something's going on. Alabama Power just called. They're cutting the power off in 30 minutes. And I said, what do you mean they're cutting the power off? She said, they are. They, they gave me a 800 number. Can you call and check it out? And I said, sure, I will, but please... Tell the sweet lady, the, the elderly woman, things are going to be fine because I've already paid all those bills. So sure enough, I call the 800 number. I get the usual Alabama power. Thank you for calling. If you need to speak to so-and-so, press one, speak so-and-so, press two. Well, I go through the numbers. I pick the one I want. I get a guy named Richard. Richard tells me, uh, yes, sir, there's a $407 balance that, that is still owed on that account. Uh, we see it's past due for over 30 days. Uh, I do have a team in route to the house to cut off the power. I said, Richard, this is a sweet 88-year-old woman, and, and with her health issues, you cannot turn off that power. Can you give me some time? How can I make a payment? What do we have to do? And he says, well, you know, the only way we can receive a payment like this this quick is you have to go online banking and use Zelle, which some of y'all may familiar is like a PayPal kind of thing, right? And I said, Zelle? And I said, all right, I'm going to have to go to my office, okay? I can't do it from here at the house. I'm going to have to go to my office, log into her account that I use for conservatorship, and, and, and take care of it there. And he said, okay, I'll delay them for 30 more minutes. I said, okay, great. Run to my office. Check the account. First thing I do is I checked her bill pay account that I have set up to handle all aspects of her life. Lo and behold, the Alabama power bill had been paid 10 days prior. Hmm. Okay. I call old Richard back on the 800 number, Alabama Power, press one, press two. I press two again. I get my boy Richard. I say, Richard, I'm not sure what's going on here. The bill shows paid as of 10 days ago. Sir, I'm sorry, but I've got a $407 balance. It's outstanding. Uh, are you on her online banking now? Yes, I am. Do you see a Zelle option? If you'll click the tab for transfers and payments, uh, no, Richard, we have no Zelle option available through this bank. None at all? No. Hmm. Okay, your only other resource, sir, is going to wind up being one of our payment kiosks. I said, you have payment kiosks? He said, oh, yes. And he did some clickety-clickety-click, and I can hear phones ringing in the background. And next thing I know, he says, uh, how close are you to an address? And he names it. And I said, oh, I know where that is. That's uh, maybe 10 minutes away. He goes, yeah, there's a, there's a shell station there, and they have a payment kiosk. I said, at a shell station? I'm starting to feel a little funny about this whole thing by then. But I've got to take care of this lady. I cannot allow the opportunity for her power to be turned off. So what do I do? I ask him for another delay. I get in the car, my truck. I'm driving quickly to the kiosk. What happens when I get there? Well, I walk in, and there's no sign anywhere that says, pay your Alabama power bill here. I asked the lady at the counter. I said, i got to ask you this. Have you ever had anybody walk in the door and say they were told to come here to pay their power bill? And she looked at me like I had three eyes and said, no. And I look around. The only thing I see is, oh, look. One of those freestanding ATMs. Oh, look, you can wire money from it. Oh, that's interesting. She said, the lady at the counter, hey, by the way, don't you know Alabama Power has got an office just about five blocks from here, and I think they have a payment kiosk there. And it dawned on me, I've seen that. So what do I do? I immediately Google on my phone, Alabama Power payment scams. 
guess what? Described it to a T. Gave me Alabama Power's 800 number to call. I called it. Sounded just exactly like the one I had been talking to. However, this one was on the Alabama Power website. Now I'm very suspicious. Drive to Alabama Power's office. Look at that. There's a kiosk. Why would they send me to a shell station when they've got their own kiosk five blocks away? Hmm. I call a buddy of mine who works at Alabama Power in Montgomery. Hey, dude, here's my situation. What do you think? He goes, don't pay it. I said, that's what I thought. He said, listen, we get scams all the time. We have multiple reports. He went ahead and called a friend, checked it online. Her account's up to date. You're being scammed. I said, I'm done. What am I saying here? Crisis averted, but only because I was able to get the facts. Couple it with some research. Find a trusted resource. Find someone I trusted. And then use my judgment based upon doing that research. That was a pure D scam. And boy, it was sophisticated. But listen, I'm going to tell you right now. In life right now, and let's take COVID again, it is not enough to say, I don't like masks, or on the opposite side of things, say, just get the dang shot, because I've heard both. Well, you've got to do better than that, especially where it concerns your civil liberties and your health. And if you're in charge of someone else's health and welfare, you owe it to them to do the work. Do the work. So how do you do that? Let me break down a few ideas for you. First of all, find a trusted source. Uh, I don't recommend AL.com. I would say the CDC has become very suspect because they flip-flop all the time. But there's plenty of other re reputable sources of information that are available. And then what does the law say? And are there research articles from a perspective that you can relate to? In today's modern age, there is more information in your smartphone than in the average library. Find a source that you trust. The next I would say is find a person that you trust. Much like I called my buddy at Alabama Power, in this case, I don't know, maybe talk to your doctor. How about that? Your own doctor. Somebody who you already trust with your heart or your lungs or your general health. Maybe you go to church together. Maybe you hang out at the same sporting events together. Ask them if you can arrange for a consult or just call them to discuss your concerns and get their advice. So you're finding a trusted source, but you're also finding a trusted person. Talk to them. The next thing I would say is talk with other like-minded individuals. And I don't mean posting on Facebook and looking to see how many replies you get. I'm talking about have a conversation with someone who has thoughts and research of their own. Are they heavily biased, so biased you can't get a straight answer? Or are they doing like you, checking the facts, trying to figure it all out? Talk with these like-minded individuals. And then the last thing I'll say is this. Weigh the costs of action versus inaction. Your kids are in school with or without a mask. What happens? Your employer is requiring you to get a shot. What do you do? What does the law say your rights are? That's a, that's a consideration. Am I restricting my freedoms by either getting or not getting the shot? What options do I even have to push back? Do I have options? And will I be sacrificing something if I do or don't? You see, do the work is important. Do the work, y'all. You've got to do the work. It's not my role to tell you one way or the other whether you have to get the shot or wear a mask. But I will tell you, you do have rights you certainly have rights, and there is law, and there is liberty, and there is capability in today's age to do the work, do the research. And you have an absolute responsibility to make a well-reasoned, well-informed decision after you find your own trusted source, find your own trusted person, talk with other like-minded individuals, and weigh the costs of action versus inaction. Just the facts, my friends. Just the facts. Do the work. Go find them. And that's a wrap for the Right Side Way.
Well, that's the deal. I mean, in today's modern age, we cannot say we don't have information at our fingertips. I don't, I don't know. I think I know one person that doesn't have a smartphone. One. He still uses a flip phone. I'd probably staying off the grid. I don't know. But in, in, in reality, you've got information at your fingertips. You can do real research from trusted resources. I'm sure there's people in your life you could talk to. And you can go find that doctor, that medical professional, somebody who you feel good about, and you can ask them, what do you think? And find out. All right, folks, we're taking a break. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back.